0: Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord. Just lift your hand, just receive that. Just receive that over our city, over our family, over our church. Jesus reign forever and ever. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Well, praise the Lord. We get the honor today to introduce the speaker today. I am the happy dad today of Introducing my son, I feel like the dad in the Bible, uh, our son has come home, <laughs> hallelujah. And I don't mean that any kind of way at all because Chris has been a son here in the midst of all of you, especially Pastor Jerry and Pastor Lane, hallelujah. I'm, I'm about to choke up now <laughs> because Chris was raised right here, went to school here at Victor Christian School, did everything. Uh, ministered here under the leadership of Pastor Jerry and Pastor Lane, and children's ministry, passing out popsicles and stuff to just to get a chance to preach. He and Cricket and and when I say we are forever family, I mean that we are forever family. And so it's an honor for our son to come home today and minister to us. And so we all are proud, amen, because he was homegrown right here, hallelujah.
1: Praise the Lord, I'll just have to say that, you know, I was not only his mom, but I was his teacher, uh, he, he was not too really thrilled about that all the time, but anyway, so he, of all my students, he was the one who had the idea of like, who invented school? You know and uh, but, but after that he went on to Christ for the nations to go to school and then two years ago he graduated from King's University. So I just thank the Lord that uh, God changed His mind about school. So anyway, we just, we just we're very proud of Him and Vanessa and the kids and the thing that God has them doing in Texas. And so we just ask you to give him a warm, hearty welcome to come and minister to us. Hallelujah. Turn it off. There it is. Well, good morning. good morning. Is it a great day to be in the house of the Lord? Is it good? Does he reign forever? Uh, he reigns forever. And, matter of fact, the Bible says that of the increase of his government, there is no end. Amen. Uh, he continues. His kingdom is increasing. Came up here with too many Bibles. Um, but he is increasing and uh, his kingdom is moving. Amen. Well, it's good to see everybody. It is good to be home. Good, good to be home and uh, here in Camden, Arkansas. It is it is so good to see all the faces that I, I remember. I couldn't wait to come. Actually, I, we were it's been a whirlwind in Dallas. I mean, usually when I come, it's scheduled, but it's usually a good schedule. Uh, Pastor Jerry, just because I was I, so busy. We had, even in the last week, we had three people pass away in our church. One of them was by suicide, a guy um, shot himself at a, at a golf course and took his life. And uh, seemingly, I'm the only one in the church that does funerals. I don't know what the other pastors are, but I'm the one that does that. And so it was a rough week. And so I finished I was supposed to be here Thursday night, and I finished a uh, funeral on Friday, and I got here as soon as I could. Because I wanted to spend time with my with my parents, I love them and miss them so much. Um, I when I get to get to thinking about the fact that I could come home and hang out with my my physical parents, my biological parents, and my spiritual parents, Pastor Jerry and Elaine Abels and uh, they've been my spiritual parents. And then I I get to come home and see all of you. I see faces. That I love and recognize. I'm I thinking about the Yarbros. I told you I felt like you you were in Hawaii. Uh, uh, you didn't feel like the Lord called you to do a work in Hawaii. Just to start a church, about yeah, about that, about that, about that time in Hawaii. I'm gonna tell you a funny story. I said this funny story in the in the first service. But there, <laughs> one time I went to Hawaii with my parents, and um, that was that was a great time. We 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 told them to go. We told they were like, well, we're gonna leave and. Um, they were getting on the plane, and we stepped back and said, "You guys go ahead. We're going to stay a couple more days." So that we hung out, and um, but that per- precluded a-, a trip. Vanessa and I were newly fresh married, uh, and we were getting ready to go to a family reunion. And, um, and we were. My mother was like, "Hey, you guys are f- new married. You haven't. You don't have much. You're broke. You don't have any money. You don't have anything." Thanks, mom. Um, <laughs> And she said and she said uh, she said why don't you guys get a get a room with us? You know, just just, uh, just just go ahead so you can save money, you don't have to spend any of your money. And uh, I told Vanessa. Vanessa says, "I don't think so. I don't think that's a good idea." And I was just like, well, you know, mom, you know, she just wants, she just loves us, wants to save, save money. She goes, "I don't know. I don't think people who just marry do that. Just spend to get a room with their parents. It's just not. It's not. You don't do stuff like that." And I go, "Honey, you're just being negative. Come on. Just, it'll be fun. It'll be fine. There's nothing." She goes, "I don't know." And some of them, let me tell you guys something. I mean, this is a lesson. Is if your wife tells you something, you need to listen to your wives. Let me just tell you, you need to listen to them. Uh, A lot of times people say, well, I thought the Holy Spirit said something to me. The Holy Spirit has many names. Uh, Something told me, or I I felt something, or, or, you know, I I thought that's what it was. That was the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit in my life sounds a lot like Vanessa. Uh, You got the same voice, the same height, you know, the tone, everything. Sounds just like Vanessa. And so she said, she said, I don't think so. I said, well, you're going to, I'm going to submit. You're going to submit to me, whatever. And so she's like, okay, whatever. So anyway, we went. And so um, we were in California, and I never forget that first night we were we were in bed, my parents were in bed, and Vanessa and I were in bed, and in the middle of the night, my mother walked to the bathroom and tucked me in while I was staying there with my wife. And And, and, and I'm telling you, it was the worst thing ever in my life. I stood straight up in bed. This woman tucked me in. So that was I made two trips, first and last with my parents and staying in a room. That was two I got a two for one <laughs> going and coming. The woman tucked me in like I said, I just lost all my humanity. Just give me a purse, if you will, and just 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 go ahead and, and, and give me some lipstick and all that. I just did and I just lost all of my manhood. Had to give it back. My wife was like, I told you. I'm like, I know, I know, I'm sorry. Every once in a while. <laughs> She'll lean over and say, you need somebody to tuck you in? I was like, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm all right. I can, I can manage. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you don't remember? I do. I, it's forever etched in my brain. <laughs> I need healing over it right now. Lady <laughs> in there, sir, Mr. McCray, what's wrong with you? My mother tucked me in. <laughs> but I tell you, they are fun people, aren't they? Don't you love them? Love my parents. I love them. It's good to be with them. Um, I, um, I also, where's Sister Shirley, my favorite, my favorite Sunday school teacher? She's here this morning. Ah, I love that woman. I wanted to get a picture with her so I can take her back. I want to get a picture with her so I can take her back to my children's ministry team. We're having a meeting next week. And I want to get a picture with Sister Shirley so I can say, this woman helped change my life. In in Sunday school. And that's the reason why I oversee you and been in children's ministry for 23 years at this church at Sojourn is because that woman changed my life. And my sister Elaine, I'll get a picture with you too so I can take it back to my team. I have a staff of about 35 people, employees that work in our children's ministry. And I want to show them, tell them that that was, the, that's why I learned to love and serve is with Sister Lane, Sister Shirley they taught me how to love kids. And I'm thinking about all the just, just looking around. I love, I love the fact that Thomas are in, in our lives and helped me with my first message when I preached when I was 12 years old, the worst message I ever preached in my life. But it, hey, it set me on a course. So I think about all the, the things that God has done and we're still here. Amen. Aren't you glad about that? so good. And um, Vanessa and I just celebrated 21 years of marriage. Um, Just uh, last uh, two weeks ago, we celebrated 21 years and uh, we're excited about what God has in store. She's still with me uh, after 21 years and um, still she's my sidekick in ministry. She's been great. And uh, we got one, we have four kids. I bought three of them. Um, Ains, uh, Br- Ainsley's not here because she's in college and she's taking cl- classes during the summer. And I'm getting ready to go back to school as well, get my master's degree. Hey, if, if they're going to pay for it, I might as well get it, right? <laughs> so I'm going to get, Matt, working on master's degree. And then, uh, so Braden and Luke and CJ are here. Where's Braden? Did she leave? She better not have. Oh, you better not have. Stand, you guys stand so that they can uh, see you guys. These are my, this is my, my squad, my troop. My kiddos, y'all can sit down. I thought when Pastor, Pastor Jerry was going was taking up the offering that he'd start off by saying, For forty cents a day you can support the McCray <laughs> family forty cents. And she see, but see that doesn't work because you look at them and you look at us, he's just like they are some eating people, man. Are you kidding me? Seriously, have you ever, (laughs) I was telling the men yesterday, you could set a chicken down in front of us and put it on YouTube and you'll get like a million likes because it is something to see when you set food down in front of us. I mean, we just turn into animals, you know, and so, um, and we got one, CJ's headed into the Air Force uh, on the 18th of June, so he's going to be doing that. CJ, come up here real quick, don't forget my water bottle, come up here real quick and greet the people and say something.
2: Good morning. It's good to see everybody. It's good to see old friends and um, hang out with grandma and grandpa, spiritual grandparents, and brother Jerry and sister Elaine. Um, it really is good to be back home. You know, uh, when we came through, Dad was telling the men yesterday, when we came through to Arkansas and we passed through the bridge, right. it's right between um, Olive Garden and I think TGI Fridays. And Right between there, it's like, man, I'm so glad to be in Arkansas. This Everything's different. It smells different. I'm just excited to be here. Um, yeah, yesterday we got to hang out with Grandma and Grandpa. And I have the coolest grandparents in the whole world. They're so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was fun, because Grandma Grandma can cook really good. You know, uh, Luke loves it when she makes pancakes. And, and she... That's like his first word, learned how to say it, was p- Grandma Pancakes. So, yeah. And then... Um, Grandpa, he he can grill. He made some chicken yesterday. Oh my goodness, it was so good. He's such a good cook. But yeah, I'm so glad to hang out with Grandma and Grandpa. It's really good to see people here that you know I've grown up with. I see the Fells over there, Mike and Kayla and Miss Melissa. It's good to see them. And um, Brother Jerry was here for service, and then obviously Brother Jerry and Sister Lane. I'm just so excited to be here. I just want to say thank you guys for everything that you guys have done. You know, um, supporting me, praying for me. You know, by the grace of God, I graduated this year. I don't know how I did it. I don't know how I did it. But um, I graduated this year, and I'm very, very excited to be done with high school. You know, I go to the Air Force June 18th, and I'm just excited for what God has in store for me. Um, so yeah thank you. i just want to say thank you guys for praying for me you know it says in james 5:16, it says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much and um you know you guys were praying for me and um not just praying for me but speaking into my life calling forth my destiny and i just want to say thank you guys pastor br- brother jerry and sister lane grandma and grandpa and everybody here just um for what you've been doing in my family's life and my life you know it's brought me here and i don't know I seriously don't know how I made it past high school, but I just want to say thank you for everything that you guys did for me and our family, and keep on doing. So, thank you guys so much.
1: Amen. All right, brother. uh, Before we get started, uh, Brother Jerry, I I didn't—I don't know if you knew this or not, but today, this this day. Um, uh, Franklin Graham and some of the other pastors has designed this to be the day of prayer for the president. I don't know if you knew that or not, but that was sent out uh, and our church is doing it actually right now. We're praying for the president. So if we could just real quick, can we just say a prayer for him uh, right there? You don't have to do anything, but let's just pray for him. I mean, you know, we need to pray for our elected officials. We need to pray for the president, Trump, President Trump needs our prayers. And so I just want us to take some time to pray for him this morning. And Lord, we do. We send angels, Lord, around and camp about him we pray Lord for an encounter of your spirit upon his life we're asking Lord for you to minister to him God give him wisdom, give him grace, give him Lord the support that he needs Lord and I pray that he would link up with heaven, hook up with heaven so that he could see what it is that he is supposed to do and continue to do so we get behind him Lord in the spirit Lord and we just say Lord whatever it is God that you've called him to do in this hour Lord we just say strengthen him, give him Give him your anointing, God. I pray that you would visit him in the night, Lord. Give him dreams and visions, Lord, about about you so that he can have this encounter and never be the same again. Your word said, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. We declare that you are Lord over the United States of America. We declare that you are Lord over Arkansas, that you are Lord over Texas, you are Lord over our United States, and we thank you, Lord, that your word also says that righteousness righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Help us, Lord, to to walk in righteousness again. Lord, let this nation that was founded on godly principles get back to its spiritual roots, God, right now in Jesus' name. We declare that over uh, this nation, Jesus Christ is Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for that. So we pray over him, over millennia uh, and the kids, and we pray over the whole family, Lord, that you would just help them to be all that you called them to be and do. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, and all in the house said, "Amen, amen, amen." amen. Isn't it good? We need to pray for our president. He needs our. He needs our prayers. We're to pray for him, no matter how you feel about him or whatever you think. You still need to pray for them. Pray for them, and that they would guide this guide this nation. Amen. Amen. God. God is good. I want to speak to you this morning, and I want you to I want your full attention, if I can have it, um, because I believe that this message this morning for you is designed and orchestrated for you this morning to break through in the places that you need it. And here's what I mean: when I heard and. did it, did it go out? During uh, now we're back. And so when I found, knew that I was coming here to preach. Um, the Lord began to speak to me about certain things and I begin to write it down and here's here's what I, I believe the Lord is saying that because of what God has called this house to what God has not only called this house to but what he's called individuals to you guys individually and the breakthrough that is to come in your life that the enemy has ramped up his attack towards you individually and here's what I mean by that some of you just as Pastor uh, Jerry was saying that there are some of you that have experienced certain attacks and there are certain, some of you has been unexpected and some of it's been, been weird. I mean, anybody know what I'm talking about? i been feeling like it's just like, what is this? Anybody, you know what I'm saying? What is this attack? And I feel like the Lord said that as I, he began to talk to me about, about war. So this morning, the message that entitled, we are at war and, and it is to bring a sobriety and a soberness to the fact that your adversary, the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour and he is desirous of you to keep you from walking in God's very best for your life everything he does the Bible says in John ten ten, that the thief cometh not but only to kill steal and to destroy that's what he does that's all he does that's what he does 24 7 he doesn't take a break he doesn't take a vacation he Doesn't take a holiday he is always trying to take from you what God is, is has given you and here's what I believe I believe that as we are talking about this morning, and we'll talk about it, that he's going to ar- he's going to raise the awareness of the fact that you're in a war, and the breakthrough that God has for you, you're going to attain today in Jesus' name. I believe that the fighting has already commenced, but there has been some things that have been stolen from some of you, some things that have been taken from some of you, some things that the enemy has plummaged, and he has come in and taken some stuff. I'm talking about the smallest details, now if you're anything like me, if you're Anything like anything like who I am when the enemy anybody comes in and try to take something from me, I don't like it. I I, I don't I don't just want to stand by and just have somebody take stuff from me. I know that, that there's something that God put on the inside of you as well. Well, you say that's mine. That that that's mine. I I don't know why you took it, but that's mine. That's my joy. That's my peace. That's my money. That's 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 my inheritance. That's my stuff. And why? And then you never ever notice that the people that start they. start start off real slow saying, that's mine. And then they start just talking themselves into a fight. I don't know why they took it in the first place. Huh? I was sitting there and just minding my own business and doing what I know to do. And they're going to come up and take what the, what was mine. And you start getting upset about the God put that on the inside of you because he's given you the victory. And so, therefore, the enemy is trying to take it away. So there's something that's got to rise up on the inside of you that says what my God has given me, I am going to take back in the name of Jesus. Jesus I'm not going to allow the enemy to come in and take what God has given me and so I therefore we fight amen do you understand that we we fight because we're in a war there's none of you that cannot be in the war this is like well I just choose not to fight no you have to be in the fight Do you understand what I'm saying? There is a war, so you have to be in the fight. Well, well, I I don't, I don't know because that's they sing that song. This is how I fight my battles. Everybody has battles. Either you're coming out of one or going into one, but everybody has to fight. Do you understand what I'm telling you? Everybody has to, because it says, "For we wrestle not against flesh and blood." But see, a lot of the church just stop at that. For we wrestle not. They don't want to fight, but we have to fight. You are in the fight. You're in the fight, of your, in the fight of your life. Some of you need some breakthrough in your life that you can't, you've not been able to attain. And some of you have been okay with it. And the Lord said, that's not okay for you to be okay with being okay with being okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? God is saying, I'm not, I'm not one that, he said, he is a man of war. He, David said, he trains, he teaches my hands to walk because there's, there's a fight that's going on. There's a battle that's going on. Forces of good and evil. Coming against your soul, coming against you, and so so this 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 is how it is, and so we we have to fight Paul said that i 'm not one who fights as 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 someone who beats against the air, but I fight with purpose. Do you understand what i 'm saying? Amen. My mother is one who 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 she didn 't condone fighting or anything like that, but there were times in our lives where where she would say, listen, if that boy takes a pencil from you one more time, or if that boy just says, I don't want to hear it, don't you come home, if you one more time. And so there was one time I remember that there was a guy in our school, a little bitty guy, I told my kids about this. They go, Grandma did that? I go, she did. She absolutely did. There was a kid in our school, Vickery Christian School, who, they were, who was being bullied, and uh, they were messing with him. And um, I was I wasn't involved in it, so it didn't bother me. I just like, well, it's just fine. It just, just, and so my mother called me and another another guy in, and she she said, "Close the door." I said, "Close the door." When my mother calls you in and you close the door, you know you you in trouble, amen. You already know. You said, "You you know what I'm talking about?" That there is knowing in your spirit, amen. You don't even know you got a spirit, but there's something in there that's just knowing. And so she said, close the door. I said, we close the door. And she said, listen. She said, there's a guy. And she named a guy. She said, in school, he's being bullied. I go, yes, ma'am. She goes, and I'm telling you what. If this guy hits him again, she goes, you knock his block off. Do you hear me? She said, you do. She, I go, mom. She goes, I'm not playing. She goes, you you go in there and you knock him out. I go, my friend looked at me. And he said, are you, is she saying what, are we, what we think we're saying? She goes, we go, yes, she is. And so we were looking. Do you understand that when you realize that there's a fight going on in the spirit, you start looking for the devil and start stop waiting for him to come to you. And my mother said, you knock his block off. You She goes, I don't want to hear him coming. Like that, he get, that he is being bullied again. So we closed the door and we were looking for him. We was looking for Mr. Wade. We was looking for him. We was waiting for him to do something. Please, we were praying. Please, Lord, let him slip up and make a mistake, Lord. Please cause him to, to, to want to slap somebody today. Lord, give him a slapping spirit in Jesus' name. Give him a mess-up spirit, Lord. Bring about the stupid spirit of dumbness and, and deafness and let him mess up because we want to get into a fight, Lord, in Jesus' Please, Lord, Lord make it so hallelujah you know we were praying for a fight and all of a sudden I knew it I heard it the guy was coming in he was in a bad mood I don't know if he was having a bad day but he walked in and he started in on him and I looked at my friend I said hey you know what's about to go down he goes it's about to go down it's about to go down do you understand it's about to go down and so all of a sudden he slapped that kid and both of us walked up and before I could swing my friend had punched him and knocked him down on the ground and all of a sudden we started waving On him, and all of a sudden, the the superintendent came in. I'm not going to say his name, Doc Odell, but all of a sudden, he let us go and he said, Don't worry about it because that boy was a bully anyway. And so, he learned his lesson. How many wonder? I want to tell you that he was silent after that. I'm telling you what, Satan, all he needs is to know that there's somebody that's going to stand up against him and fight and let everybody know that what the enemy has taken, he's got a glass jaw and you got to swing. Even if you don't know how to fight swing anyway and get the victory of what God has given you in the name of Jesus so I'm t- giving you permission this morning. What Satan has done to you, you knock his block off this morning. You put him on, put him in his place in Jesus' name. When he come at you talking about your past, you tell him, "I looked at the end of the book, and you lose." When I skip through one, two, skip a few revelations, you lose because my God has the victory, and He reigns forevermore in all power, all authority. And all glory has been given to him. And all that power belongs to me. And I can tread upon scorpions, tread upon serpents, and over all the power of the enemy. Everybody say, all the power of the enemy. All the power of the enemy. Some of you, I'm telling you, you've been lackadaisical in your walk with the Lord. And God is calling you to fight this morning. I hear the Spirit saying, put up your dukes in the name of Jesus. Some of you have let things slip and slide, and God is saying, you got to take those things back in Jesus' name. I remember, now you guys know, uh, Mr. Dory was here earlier, but I wasn't the sharpest knife in school. I wasn't the sharpest knife in the drawer. I was, mom, and my mother would pray over us, and she needed to. She would say, you need to get the revelation. Any of you that are students know that she would say that, you need to get the revelation or she would say you have the mind of Christ. Come on, you get you, you. But you got a spirit. or You got that deaf and dumb spirit working on you this morning. You know, she's like, well, just just rebuke it. Just 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 rebuke the devil out like of your mind. I know it. I see it. I see it in your eyes. The devil just he got you. He's just gripping your brain. Come on, just resist the devil. I remember one time she had had enough of me. I think I've told the story before, had enough of me. And she said, in the name of Jesus, you come out of him. And I went. <laughs> and I said, we won't let him go. <laughs> I just had to try it. If I'd have had some Alka-Seltzer tablets, I'd have put them in my mouth and just started foaming at the mouth. So for effect. But my mother had got a hold of some tapes, some Kenneth Hagin, Kenneth Copelands, one of them Kenneth's, and, one, and, and, and talking about faith. And she had read that the Bible says that you could speak grace to your mountain. Sweep grace to your mountain. And so she, my mother, was one that would take God at his word. So I remember one day because I was in I was in resource class, I was not reading at the level I was supposed to be reading in and I did I was I was in there with all those resource guys. I was like these are all my friends, you know we're sitting in there eating lunch at a different time with everybody else and you know I did everything but ride that little yellow bus but it was okay I was I was it was good I, I was fine with that couldn't read I would say I would mispronounce words instead of rain I would say Wayne you know and and different things put my shoes on the wrong feet she's like oh my baby oh lord that's my baby oh Jesus help him lord look at him go by oh lord the only thing was missing is I was like, he was running. I mean, that, was, I, that movie was about me. That was me. That was Forrest. <laughs> and my mother, she had got a hold of her taste. And one day she said, come in here, Chris. Come in here, honey. And I came in close. She said, no, come in. Come, come, come here. I was like suspicious now, you know. She said, come on. Come, come in a little close. She said, I said, yes, ma'am. She said, no, come in closer. I was like, oh, Lord, I don't know what's going to happen. So all of a sudden she grabbed my face and she put a hand on my head and she grabbed and put her lips on my ear. And she said, Grace, Grace, she said, you can go now. You can can leave, you can go now. And I walked back in the room and my brothers were like, what was that about? Our parents she thinks so I'm dating some girl named Grace and she has no idea that I have nothing I'm no girlfriend named Grace <laughs> Now you're laughing, but the next year they kicked me out of that resource room and they started. I started reading at a level that was that was <laughs> my level and I began to read and I began to come out of that and all of a sudden hey, listen, there's somebody graduating from college because somebody believed that what Satan has tried to take from them that God could restore and some of you need to speak that over your kids because God has stolen some time. God has stolen some smarts. God has stolen, say, has stolen something and it's time for you to stand up and say that my God is for me then he's more than the world against me and I'm standing on the promises of God and they are yes and amen through Christ Jesus and because of what Jesus has done I'm going to stand and fight and take back what the enemy has stolen from me it is mine it is mine it is mine and what the enemy has taken I'm going to take it back in the name of Jesus. I'm going to stand firm having done all to stand with my loins girded about with truth. What is the truth? It's not a what baby. It's a he. Jesus said I am the way, the truth and the life and no one comes to the Father except by me. Take it back in the name of Jesus. I want it back in the name of Jesus. Listen, some of you had, has had health stolen from you. It's time to take it back in Jesus. I'm tired of the enemy trying to take stuff from me that God has ordained for me to have. I'm going to walk in health and wholeness and healing in Jesus' name. I'm going to take it back. I got to get it back. Look at your neighbors. I got to get it back get it back. Get it back. Stolen from me. Gonna take it from me. We are in a fight for our lives and because I'm in a fight I'm going to take it back. The anointing of God breaks every yoke of the enemy and whatever he says that I can't have and God says I can have, I want it back in Jesus' name. Do you hear what I'm telling you? Here's what, here's what I know to be true about this is what Colossians two fifteen says, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public display display a spectacle triumphing over them in it. Listen, he is already, and this is what I love about the father. See so see, this is different because my son 's going into the military i 've been watching some military movies. you know you want to try to find out what he 's going through you know um, i 'm waiting it 's going to be exciting because all the things that he's experienced at home, he's going to realize that he's going to get there in the military. He just thought I was a military dad. You wait till you go there and you have to be trained to fight. That's why David said that he teaches my hand to my hands to war. You have to be trained. And here's what I mean by that. When CJ was getting sworn in a couple months ago, I looked down at those recruits, those new recruits. And I took a picture and sent it to Vanessa. And I said this to her. I said, I cannot believe that the military, the government, the U.S. government, would send these kids in to fight. Look at them. I mean, look at them, they look like kids. And Vanessa goes, they're babies. I go, look, this one over here is picking her nose. I don't know how she's gonna make it. And then, and then look, at this, look at this guy, he's over here playing a Pokemon game. I don't know how he gonna make it either. And I'm talking about they're standing there just unassuming. I mean, CJ was the tallest one in the whole group, but I'm just, but he knows because daddy was watching. But all of them, I just like, I can't believe that we would send, God help us if this is what we're sending in to fight for us. Please, Lord. I mean, we may we look like the Marx Brothers. Why do send the Marx Brothers in? And, and there's three stooges. You just send them in to fight. It's like, this is, this is, this is awful. Fly a plane? They can't fly a air, paper airplane. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't put that in their hands. Later on that evening, after C.J. got he was sworn in, and you know, I, and his mother, we signed him over to the United States government. You are now the property of the United States. Do you understand? You know, y'all laughing. Y'all don't know what that means, but to me, it's everything. Do you understand? I have signed him over. To the government and now they're going to feed him and they're going to clothe him and they're going and they get he they turn he get to they get to pay the lights wheels over there and they you understand i don't have to he can turn the air condition on or off i don't care he is now the property of the united states government do you understand what that means y'all laughing y'all don't know y'all don't you don't know you don't know what that is in my life well how god has changed me and set me free you understand you don't know. You just you just laughing. You know, but whatever. You know, you don't you don't understand that there, that that's gonna be. I get a raise in my salary now that he's gonna be leaving. Do you understand that? Do you understand I can upgrade my boat? Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. Do you understand I can do more hunting? And I know he's sad, but he, you know, you go hunt the enemy. I'm gonna hunt deer. Do you understand that God is blessing me? I'm just kidding. I'm gonna miss him while he's when he leaves, but. But I saw that, and I was in the shower later on, and the Lord spoke this to me. I was like, how do you, how do you, you I can't believe looking at them. And the Lord said, that's your problem. I go, what do you mean, Lord? He goes, that's your problem. See, when you look at them, you see people that are unfit for battle, but I see a warrior when I see them. When you see them, you think of somebody that's not capable of fighting, but I see somebody who is able to fight. And when the training is done, when boot camp is done, when all is said and done, out of the midst of the chaos is a warrior that is standing with every supply that he needs to fight the battle. Everything that he needs to be able to conquer the enemy. What does that mean? Well, he overcomes by the blood of the lamb, by the word of the testimony and loving his life, life not unto death, but a warrior stands before me now and I are able to fight and take back what the enemy has stolen from us in Jesus name. I said, I, 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 Lord, forgive me. I, I didn't see that. He goes, that's the problem. You got to see from my perspective. You got to look at it from my vantage point. You got to look at it. I don't see the things the same way you do. That's right, because he said, my thoughts are not your thoughts, saith the Lord. What I'm looking at is not what you're looking at. I'm looking at warriors. And he said the same thing about your situation. He goes, see, you look at your situation and you see defeat and you see failure and you see this and you see that. I see an opportunity for me to show myself strong on your behalf. When you're looking at defeat, he says, I'm looking at victory because the Bible says that his strength is made perfect in my weakness. So he says, I, you say, I can't take it anymore. I can't do it anymore. I'm not able to go on. He says, good, now it's time for me to stand up and take my rightful place in this situation and I have made you more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. (laughs) more than a conqueror through christ jesus that's why david said by my god i can run through a troop and leap over a wall because of what my god has done do you understand what i'm telling you this morning some of you is a place where god is saying will you will you fight see it the same way that i'm seeing it look at it the same way that i'm looking and he says this Some of you, in order for you to see how he sees, you're going to have to move and reposition yourself. You've been trying to stay in the same place, looking at the situation the same way. You're going to have to move and reposition yourself. Where do I need to go? Have a seat. Because you're seated in heavenly places. And so the view changes when you're seated in heavenly places. You don't look at things the same way. If you take a seat, have a seat. Grandma would say, boy, get somewhere and sit down. See, some of y'all been up running around trying to do something and trying to get something done. God said, get somewhere and sit down because in your silence, I'll fight for you though a thousand fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand it shall not come nigh thee no weapon formed against me shall prosper but every tongue that rises up against me in judgment I'll condemn but this is is the inheritance of all the saints he says that one can send a thousand to flight and two can send ten thousand I am free I'm a son of the living God if I am for you I'm more than the world against you if I'm going for you, then you need to know that you are the head and not the tail above only and not beneath that you are blessed in the city blessed in the field blessed going in, blessed going out, blessed when I put my hand to the plow, I'm blessed wherever I go, everywhere that I step, my feet are sorted by the Lord he delights in his way and though he fall, he shall not utterly be cast down because the Lord will uphold him with his hand I'm blessed. I reek with this blessing. Somebody say, somebody fill my cup. My cup runneth over. And he has blessed us and we're able to fight. Now listen, this is important because as I've been talking to some military personnel, this is what they said. They said, we don't fight like everybody else fight. We are, we are the american we're the united states uh, military we're officers losing is not an option for us we don't go into a war going i wonder if we're going to lose this it's not a losing is not an option for the united states military they, they go in with that mindset do you know why because they said that because of what the firepower that we have and the intel that we have that we go in and and defeat the enemy even before they know it's coming they go in and they drop the bombs this is true this is what one of them told me so we go in and we drop bombs and we eliminate we eliminate any threat immediately we cause confusion in the camp because the first thing we do is knock out all communication so they don't know who they're talking to what to do they can drop bombs on themselves they don't even know because we come in and we drop bombs and all of a sudden the war is already won and so the truth is is like why why do we send troops in? Because we still have to run the insurgents out because there are still those that would want to occupy the land and they no longer can't because we've already won the war. So this is what that means. You need to listen to this. This is important. This is what that means. That we are now not fighting from a losing position. We're fighting from a place of victory because we've already won the war and so now we're driving out the forces that would try to remain and occupy the land Land, but they cannot stay because we have declared this land, the American, the American, United States of America, and therefore they have to go. So that's why we run in, and we run in with the flag, and we run in knowing that we won the victory because God is for us, and he's more than the world against us. And so you're saying, why am I still having these battles? Why am I still fighting this thing? Well, if we won the victory, why am I still, why am I still having some of these issues? It's because you you have to fight and run out the rest of the inhabitants of that land. You have to say, "This is my land. This is my inheritance. This is my joy. This is my peace. This is my love. This is what God has given." And so I'm running you out. You have no authority to stay in Jesus' name. Oh, it's important for you to get that. So stop asking, "Why am I going through these battles? Why am I?" You know why? Because we've won. Because we've won. Why am I still here struggling with? Because we've won. Run them out. Tell them they can't stay anymore. You got to go in Jesus' name. Got to go. And you got to be free because you are already free. He whom the Son has said free is free indeed. So some of you need to get back in the fight. Need to fight again. And some of you have been running with people who don't want to fight, and you got to change the people that, you've, that you're hanging around. Some of you, you just, they all, that, and they don't, I, don't be around people who agree with your negativity. Don't be around people that agree with, with, well, honey, you know, it's always been that way. You know, it runs in the family. You know, we can't keep no man in our family. We just always have been this way. And, Lord, you know we always have been broke. You know your daddy was broke, and his daddy was broke, and his daddy before him was broke. And they had a dog named Cujo, and he was broke too. And so therefore, everybody been broke. In your family, your whole. You just need to accept it. No, we ain't gonna accept it. That all of that stops here and right now. I, 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 what are you talking about? Huh? I, I, yes, but you know you broke her than a stick in the woods, girl. You know you broke your bank account. Laugh at you when you when you look at it. You know. Chase bank? Yes, you chasing money, but it ain't chasing after you. That's what, I don't understand why. Listen, you stop that nonsense in the name of Jesus. You say, my my God owns a cattle on a thousand hills? I'm blessed. You Are you kidding me? All he got to do is sell a couple of them cattle and I'll be all right. I know my God. His name is Jehovah Jireh. He's my provider. His grace is sufficient for me. His name is Jehovah Makedes. His name is Jehovah ne- Stop talking. You got to stop running with people that are speaking negativity in your life. You stop that. I'd run with some people that would fight with me. I'm looking at Brian Smith over there. Man, let me tell you, when me and Brian Smith, we would run together with them able boys. We were unstoppable force. You hear me? Brian Smith was a boxer, and we would get in some trouble. I'm not going, I'm not going to go further than that, Brian. I don't want us. Yeah, I'll stop it right there. We would fight, man. Do you hear me? I'd run, I'd, I'd go to war with Brian. We would fight, you know? Listen, a white boy, a big black McDonald eating Burger King eating dude come out of the car. I remember one time we was with a group of guys and they wanted to fight and they were talking all big and bad and I just unfolded out of the car like a transfer. I am Optimus Prime, you know what I'm saying? I'm ready to beat somebody. Huh? You know what I'm talking about? You know who taught me how to fight? My oldest brother did. Tony would teach me how to fight, and then Brian too, and Cricket, all those guys, we'd fight. I mean, my brother, I remember one time I was in a fight. This was in Houston. I was in a fight, and this guy had pinned me down, and I thought my life was over i'm looking up and i'm like jesus oh y'all know y'all laughing but you know y'all do that too when you get down you go you start praying those prayers and you sound like Shambok, or you sound like a an evangelist oh jesus oh, lord. i need you to come now lord i don't care when you come but when you come you'll be right on time I- I need you, Lord. Y'all start sounding like that. I was I was beaten. This guy was beating on me. And I was like, Lord, when is it gonna be over? Tide me over, thy great Jehovah. Help me, Lord. And all of a sudden, my my brother came in out of nowhere. He grabbed that guy and he beat him senseless. And I was the one that was getting beat up, but I was standing up going, and don't ever come back. You know, I was the one, don't you dare come back. (laughs) now you're laughing but I'm telling you you have an elder brother also whose name is Jesus and he is a friend that's sticking closer than a brother and he whipped the devil on your behalf and now you know that that was you getting beat up, you deserve death, you deserve hell you deserve that but because of what God has done you can stand up at the end of the fight and say don't ever come back Do you hear what I'm telling you So I'm telling you now, here's, here's the end. I'm done. I'm done. But I feel like the Lord wants me to do this right now. Some of you, this is what the Lord said again, because of the breakthrough. I wrote this down earlier in the months because of the breakthrough that God has for you and for what God is doing. There's some things that he's bestowing on you and bringing back and restoring back to you. Some of you right now, if this is you, I want you to listen very carefully because this is there's an anointing this morning for breakthrough in these areas. So Some of you that have been struggling with your in, with intimacy in your marriage and your marriage has suffered in communication and there's been time that's been stolen and there's seems like there's been chaos and there's been turmoil and there's been strife and there's been things that have been stolen from your marriage. The Lord said that he's restoring that today. Some of your children that have been prodigal sons and daughters. And listen, listen to this. Time has been stolen. I'm right. I wrote this down. Time has been stolen and uh, outside influences has come in and even college funds and word curses that have been spoken over them. And it seems like they've lost their mind and they've not come back. The Lord said that he's restoring relationships today in the name of Jesus. Listen, don't stop. Listen, 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 listen. financial. Some of you that had money stolen from you unexpectedly. Some of you, some unfortunate seen bills that have come up. Some of you have had some claims on your finances and money's been taken out and you've had to spend money on things that you didn't didn't plan for. And there's been land that has been stolen. There's been inheritance that's been stolen. Promotion, raises, businesses, loans, things that have been taken from you. The Lord says he's restoring that today in the name of Jesus. Some of you had some pain in your body. Some of you had some things stolen from your body uh, that that, that has been taken and, and pain has been there and there's been fatigue and there's been uh, some, almost like dementia and there's been pain in your joints and, and there's been pain. Uh, some of you had migraine headaches that have been stolen from you in time and your body and you want your body back. The Lord said that he's restoring that today in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> Salvation this morning. And if that's any of that is you or somebody you love, put up your dukes and run down here to the front right now. Put up your dukes, come down here and run, 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 run. Get down here to the front. Any of that stuff that I called out, come, 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 come. Don't wait, don't wait, don't wait, don't wait. Come, come, come. Come, come, it's been stolen, taken. Come, 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 come. Make room.